0: No, you cannot keep recently. I was calling on Facebook or somewhere, and I saw somebody running his mouth against you but and you I didn't spread the person. I've never met you better in my life. Ever something is meeting my life. But I couldn't whether he's genuine or he's not genuine, I don't care. But this is somebody who has lived their life and has built something with his life. Okay? You would never see me. Criticizing people like Rihanna, um, all these worldly people, I don't have time for them. I don't have time for them in their sphere of influence, in their sphere of life. They have succeeded, they fought battles. I don't care about them, okay? So, I can't go and say somebody somewhere and run my mouth on somebody like Rihanna JC. I don't care about them whether they are Illuminati, not Ill- I don't care. I'll just warn my church members against their music and their songs, but to go around my mouth, he has married this, done this, done this. I don't care about those things. But do you know what? There are a lot of people who care about people who they don't care about. They are, you didn't hear me. They care about people who they don't care about. So this business becomes their business instead of minding their own business. And I saw this person criticising seriously you, an angel on on, on YouTube. I I said, no, 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 no. Somebody made a video and the person came to criticize. I said, no, no, I can't let you go. I can't, no, 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 this, my mouth cannot be quiet. I dealt with him mercilessly. And I left because my silence is is an endorsement there's a, there's a there's a is it a is it an idiom or an idiomatic expression? I don't know what it is, but there's something that goes like "silence means consent." Consent. Somebody type it. Silence. How do they spell silence? Means consent. Not concern. Consent. They are not the same. Consent. Consent means agreement. When you are silent, means agreement. But you see, when your enemies are fighting you, your sons, your friends, your loved ones are quiet. They are silent. It it, sometimes it could be, it could be. That's what I'm saying. I'm teaching you signs and symptoms of dishonor. When you see this, you have seen somebody who can kill you, somebody who can destroy you, somebody who can leave your camp and join the camp of your enemies. Let me tell you this: breakaways are predictable. All my sons that are around me, I know the ones who leave me, I know the ones who break away. I know. You think I don't know? I know. Today they may be, oh, my father, oh, my father. I know. I've seen the signs. Okay? And so I have positioned myself well. I'll do everything that needs to be done for them, love them, everything. But when you see the signs, you see all disloyal acts, all betrayals, all Rebels show signs of rebellion far, far, many years before they rebel. It's just that people are too naive to see and to identify a rebel until they have fully grown horns and fangs and claws and teeth to fight. But these signs you have to be able to identify that silence when you are struggling going through a law and all your loved ones are quiet if you know you're not your loved ones again they have they have they have moved from a place of honor a place of dishonor silence is not always golden never forget it sometimes your silence is a proof of your dishonor great rebels begin in the place of silence they are simply planning your downfall in your heads when the time has come they will manifest it to you point two Point two, just to balance it. Point two, your audacity can be a sign of dishonor. The point one is your silence can be a sign of dishonor. Point two is your audacity can be a sign of dishonor. It is good to be bold. It is good to be audacious. I love bold and audacious people. I love people that speak their mind. I love people that talk. I love people that express themselves. I express myself everywhere I go. But you must know your limits in life. You must know who you are expressing yourself to. You must know who you are being audacious about. You you must know who you are raising your voice to. Never raise your voice in a certain meeting. Never try to be authoritative, trying to control everybody in an important meeting where you are nobody. You must know. Your audacity can be a nuisance. Some people talk simply because they want to say something, and there are those who talk because they have something to say. They are not the same. The latter is better than the former. The former is just saying nonsense. The latter is saying is saying something because they have. something valuable to present some just want to say something others have something on the table to give you will see in church board meetings where the leaders feel like we are all the same let me tell you this we are not all the same yeah yeah remember the post was that, you know, Iberdengi was talking about the fact that um, this and this and that, all of that, all of that, all of that. Then, the person said, eh, God created us all equal. These men of God are lying to you, this and this and that. Who created who equal? Is that what the Bible says? That we are all the same? All of us are human beings, but we are all, we are all different. My mother is not your mother. It's common sense for us to know this. The president of America is not the same as a senator in America. He's not the same as a civil servant. Am I the same as your husband? Am I the same as your wife? It is stupidity to think that all of us are the same. It's stupidity. It is to throw your intelligence away. Trying to treat everybody the same way is, is a sign of stupidity, not foolishness. Stupidity. Stupidity. Okay? Are you here with me you're not here with me? We are here. We are here. Hold on. Let me see. I have some notes on the difference between stupidity and ignorance. Um, stupidity and foolishness. Stupidity is when you are given the opportunity to know and he said i don't want to know is when you know but you throw all your knowings away stupidity foolishness is when you don't know it is stupidity to think that all people are the same all people are not the same when you go to school they teach you what we call individual differences That all men are not the same. All men are not the same. You have to learn this as soon as possible. And so, without knowing that all men are not the same, you will end up treating people the way you shouldn't treat them. And so, in my book, I said that you can be in a meeting a board meeting you see an elder raising his voice against another elder and speaking his his mind in a certain way screaming and shouting and insulting they say all kinds of things to another person or even to the pastor i've seen it before where church leaders are insulting their pastor trying to control him and a whole lot of things and they think that by their audacity and by what they call uh, speaking my mind, they are actually trying to make things better, but they are not making things better, they are making things worse. You have to know who you talk to. You have to know who you are talking to. In every situation, you have to know who you are talking to. My wife has the right to shout at his dog at her dog. She has the right to shout at Adulam. She has no rights to the day she dies to raise her voice on me no rights in this whole world she doesn't have it it doesn't exist because if she does i will also let her know that i'm a man she must know she must know that men are not the same she can raise her voice on somebody else but not me it is something everybody must learn i have said never push a good man too far he will bite you never and so if you want to identify dishonor i'm saying that sometimes audacity is a sign of dishonor it's a sign of dishonor You want to speak up in every morning, every meeting, you want to express your mind, and most of the times, most people say "Ah, they are just they are just foolish people. Insult everybody, raise your voice against everybody because you think everybody is the same, not everybody is the same. You have to learn how to keep quiet. When you learn how to keep quiet and be silent you are actually expressing wisdom in that situation sometimes a leader you are following a beloved somebody you honor you respect may do something you don't like you too may feel like you are richer than him or you have more degrees than him the day you open your mouth and insult him and say you are stupid you're foolish As the day the relationship ends. You may think that, you know what, there are certain relationships, eh, as much as all true relationships are mutually uh, beneficial, be, beneficial, they are mutual in, in the sense that one person is receiving from another and another person is giving back something relevant. In many, many kingdom God-ordained relationships, usually it is more or less like a 90-10 a, a relationship one person is giving 90 percent another is giving 10. And so when that relationship breaks the one with the 10 will lose so much than the one with the 90 the one receiving 10 that is why there are some people yes that is why there are some people when they such in relationship that becomes the end of their lives i can tell you on authority and by the grace of god that many people that left me they never succeeded in life i never cursed them i've never cursed anybody who has ever left me before they never did much because they didn't know because in that relationship i was the one giving more they didn't know you must know you must know How can you meet somebody? People are not wise, a lot of people are not wise. How can you meet somebody in this life, eh? Okay, the person is sacrificing everything, spending time with you, teaching you, praying with you, helping you, guiding you, this and this, a whole lot of things. If I tell you the things I do, I go all out to do for people, and somebody like me, I do something that you can forgive me, and you say that this relationship is over, I'm going, go, go. You're foolish, you're foolish, go. We will see who will lose. You think that since I started working with people, you think people have not offended me? People that are a blessing to me. You think I've not heard them make statements that I don't like? I have, but I had no right to voice, I said, oh you, you think you are wise? But that thing you said to me, I was very, very pissed off. You 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 are, you are this. Your audacity can be a sign of your dishonor in every relationship. Even with regards to my sons, my daughters, it's not everything I say. It's not everything I say. People that call me their father, their mentor, there are things I see i don't say to them straight to their face because if i do i may lose a friend and in 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 you see let's say we are let's say um, we are in public like this let me tell you this let me share something with you never rebuke a friend in public Never criticize a beloved in public. Never do it. Never rebuke a friend in public. You will lose a friend. It's actually a sign that you are foolish. Never rebuke, criticize somebody you love. Somebody who is also important, very important in public. Never do it. do it in private do it after the meeting do it even during the meeting you can send them a message right there in the meeting said you know what this your 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 distance is this one thousand meeting something was not right with the man of god's dressing while the spiritual sent me a message right there i said you know what you need to check this thing right now another time i was in the meeting i saw something the preacher was saying something he kept quiet after the meeting i called him and said you know this thing that you are saying you know, it is not like that oh said, really? He said really so yes it is rather this way this way this way this way and this way and i think but you just go and research into it and check it clearly he went and searched into it and came back as a prophet if what is true what you said is true and this and this and that i could have after the meeting, even gave an opportunity for us to hear our views and ask questions. I could have come and said, you know, that's thing you said it is not true. It is rather this, when I do that, I've literally lost a friend. And the funny part of it is that the person was not even a friend, it was a father. I would have lost a friend. Your audacity, your disposition to talk in everything, you want to comment about everything, unless they don't read something. You, your mouth is there. Any button you want to talk, you want to. Cre- me, this is my mouth. Every button thing I see, I must say it. If I don't say it, who will say it? Me and everything I must say it. Be careful. Don't bring it near me. Everybody's relationship, you are concerned. You have to talk about it. Be careful sometimes you must see and not see there have been so many times people have come around me to say things to me like um, prophet i have this thing i want to share with you and i said i've seen it for years now and they are surprised so why didn't you tell me i said because if i told you at that time you would have been offended that you, if i told you a bad husband you'd be offended so i did not I only prayed for you most of the times okay rather than be audacious raise your voice insult people pray for them the best meeting be to meet them privately and talk with them and if you find out still it will not work just just let it go be very careful you don't let your audacity cause you to dishonor people disrespect people learn how to exercise self-control and restraint it matters you could have exploded in rage especially in situations where you know you are right but you have been treated in a very unfair manner But always remember who is treating you unfairly and how much those people mean to you, and control your mouth. This is an ancient wisdom you will not understand. It is actually the reason why our elders told us that elders are right. Actually, what they were saying is that you know what? You need your elders more than you need yourself. There are certain relationships, there are certain people, when they when they offend you, you have to actually go and apologize to them. Because there are some people, when they leave your life, you are finished. You see, Jacob and Laban, Laban was Jacob's uncle. So to be an uncle means he was far older than Jacob. But they tried to mistreat Jacob, deceived him for so many years, maltreated him, did a whole lot of things against him. And one day jacob just rose up one night and ro- ran away with his family
1: then
0: laban quickly went and consulted witches they told him that you know what that guy who came to live in your house is the reason why you are blessed i'm not blessed because you, you you deserve any blessed because of the guy who came to your house laban came to him and said i treat you If i found favor in your eyes please return return back he said for i have found by divination that the lord has blessed me for your sake. Is you I have found out, I did my research and I found that the reason that god has the reason why god has blessed me is because of you. It's because of your presence in my life. You must know in this life, know who know who whose presence has brought a blessing in your life. Know it. Let me tell you this. How can you be walking this life as a nobody? Suddenly you meet somebody and you become a somebody, and you think that it it is because of you. It was because of the person. Never forget the hand that fed you. Even when they they treat you unfairly, learn to keep quiet and walk away. If that relationship has to end, end it peacefully. Walk away, because remember. That bridge you will have to cross it again. You will cross it again. You'll cross it again. You cross it again. And not all people have the ability of giving people a second chance and a third chance. And when you walk in dishonor and you dishonor a man, you're going to reap dishonor. And yours will be worse and greater. Be very careful. You don't add your mouth to the problems of others. You don't join critics to pull down a good man. You don't join critics to pull down a man who has fed you for so many years. Be very careful. And many church people are easy. It's very easy for them to walk, step out of the spirit into the flesh, leave the place of honor into a place of dishonor. Many church people walk in dishonor every now and then every now and then every now and then i can give so many examples but i don't have time to give the examples i don't have time to give the examples i mean come to think of it that a pastor who is pastoring you the day you were sick he was dead when you had sex with your wife and you were stretching your legs and pressing let me see there are no kids here pressing your wife's breast, having sex and sweating he was in his house perhaps sleeping but when your wife was giving birth and there were complications he had to come and stand there you you had to pass pastor my wife this, giving birth this, he was there but when you were present, did you call invite him to also come and enjoy huh i'm giving you examples well i'm not saying you should invite your pastor to come and have sex with your wife no i'm not saying that i'm simply saying that it is not your pastor's concern in quotes that your wife is giving birth in the hospital at every time people are going through a whole lot of things it is we they call we're always there for them in every ups and downs all their problems the problem of church people becomes a problem but anytime we have a problem our problems do not become their problems so much that when a church now suddenly decides like well, some of you are in big big churches like presby when go in, they just say it's time for us to buy a car for a pastor everybody feels like a pastor does not deserve a car let's build a house for our father everybody feels like hey, he doesn't deserve it i will never forget something somebody said to me about a year ago some sons had a meeting they said once to start giving a certain amount of money to her father, I will never forget it. I will never forget it till I die. And they said they were going to give me three, everybody was going to give me three dollars or more. Three dollars, three dollars, 30 Ghana three dollars. Me three dollars <laughs> and this guy who is even in ghana is in canada said the moon is too big for me it's, it's too big for them to give he said three dollars is too big for one person to give me i don't deserve three dollars yes you see, people, yes, because when they calculated, when he calculated in his head, if even 100 people have to give give 30 Ghana cities every month, let me calculate, 30 times 100, that's 3,000 cities. So if the people are even 200, 200 will be 6,000 cities. So in other words, every single month, I will be receiving 6,000 Ghana cities. So the person calculated in his head and said, no, 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 this thing is too much. It's too much. We can't give all this money to one person. But he has forgotten that he's actually giving 30 Ghana cities. It's not how much we be gotten, it's how much you are giving. And he said, it is too much. This is somebody that I have done everything for. So much that when he was in his country, there was a time he was writing an exam. Me, a prophet, I'm the one with him. You know, he had tried several times to leave the country, it didn't work. I met him, he came to me, I told him this and this and that the door opened for him and he left. One time he was writing an exam. The exam is what allowed him to get the job he's doing, which has made a lot of money, done a whole lot of things. And the exam he was writing, it was an open book test. allowed to take it home and even by taking home he, he couldn't write the exam he sent the exam to me in ghana and i wrote the exam for him as his father his father i am his father his pastor i wrote i'm not exaggerating i'm not lying i wrote the exams for him to get the job he's doing he said Three dollars is too big for me. (laughs) It is not, I'm not the first person people are doing this to. They do it to people all over the place. When it is time to help a man, and listen, when. I Can't say things. I can't say the things I've done for him. Even money, 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 craft, giving him money, money, all kinds of things. Every step he has made, I'm aware of it. Counseled him, prayed for him, this and this and that, this and this and that, this and this and that. He said, three dollars is too big for me. Three dollars, three dollars. Am I the one who is being difficult or or what I'm saying is it's a serious thing because nobody's typing. Is it a serious thing? Thirty Ghana said this. Yes. Yes. You know, I'm a son of Dr. Mike Modoc, so I pay attention to everything. Everything. My father is Dr. Mike Modok. I don't take everything for anything for granted. Nothing that is done is taken for granted. Nothing that is done is taken for granted. And I'm telling you that if you are my son, Malachi chapter 1, verse 6. Come to think somebody living in another country. I had to sit in Ghana and write your, your exam mathematics. This was mathematics and English language. They got us only open book, you can take it home and go and do it. He could when he sent me what he, what what's you know. this is attending twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen or so yes twenty seventeen around November or December. Anyway. I'm just giving an example so that you know that the thing I'm saying is a stroke. And this person was audacious enough to say that the money is too big. The money is too big. And when you were contemplating suicide, I was the one there to console you. When your plane ticket was not enough, I was the one there to give you. When you got there, you had no place to sleep. I was the one to pray for you and show you what to do. And a door opened and somebody gave him a house to live in for one full year. He didn't pay rent for one single day. This person said $3. $3 is too big for me. People are are so 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 ungrateful and it happens all over the place somebody will be there and all of you here who know me have been around me even if something is in my mouth i'll remove it and give to you but will you do the same thing for me when i have a need i'm not doing it because i want you to do something for me but you see every relationship must be mutual It must be, if you in a relationship that is not good one. Will you do the same thing for me? Huh? <laughs> Very interesting, it's not interesting. Are we learning? Are we, are we, are we being blessed? You can be in a church, like these big, big churches. Pastor, it's is there for them, praying for them, counseling them, helping them, being there for them, loving them. It's like he has become a family member, being there, Helping when their child, their child was having drug addictions. help them And when the time comes for 200 people to buy him a car. How much does it take for 200 people to buy a man a Land Cruiser or something? And suddenly, all the 200 people begin to complain. It is too expensive. We cannot buy. And then there's uh, 200 people there to divide. And we said that everybody should pay this. You'll find out that they just have to pay a very small amount of money. Everybody's complaining, and even most of the time, it's not even like they're about to do contribute, they're just to take church money and use to buy a car for the person. Like, no, 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 it's too big. Let's use the money. It's the same thing that happened in the situation of Mary Magdalene and Jesus. She's pouring oil on the feet of Jesus, and Judas is audacious enough to say that it is too expensive to be wasted on Jesus. That is a disorder. Was it not the same guy who betrayed him later? That's why I'm telling you that people who are this way, they are rebels and these guys. And I can tell you, people who betray you, and they, they 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 leave you. They betray. They stab you in your back. You were being foolish. You didn't see. You saw it, but you pretended. You made it look. Oh, you know, it's normal. It's normal. It's normal. You saw it, but you didn't pay attention. That's why I'm teaching you this. How to de-identify dishonor. And anybody who dishonors you can kill you physically. I'm not talking about spiritual killing. They can kill you physically. Anybody who dishonor you, dishonors you, can go behind your back and take your wife. They can go behind your back and take your enterprise. They will still you, start a business with them, they'll go behind your back. They will steal everything from you. People who do all these kinds of things, God was actually showing you signs and symptoms, but you were not paying attention. You were like, oh, ask for this guy there. Eli is talking, he is this way. You didn't know you were dealing with somebody who later stabbed in your back. Somebody said $30. 30 CDs, not even $30, three CDs. Um, 30 CDs, $3. It's too much for me. Point 3. Are you ready for point 3? Oh, yes. It's actually even the first time Judah's voice is actually spoken, is heard in the Bible. He only spoke when <laughs> when something good was being done for a man. He said, ah, it's too expensive. We could have given to the poor. It wasn't because he wanted to be given to the poor. He wanted it to be done for himself. And there are some people, when it is not done for them, they, are, they don't like it. Come to think of it. There has been times in our ministry we've had to put money together to give to one person. I'll call and said, how much is there? Let's send it to this person. He's going to school. Let's send it to anybody who's doing this. When it is my turn, you see people, and they are grumbling. They are like, eh, 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 eh. eh. You know, we can't, eh, 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 If we say that we are going to buy a car for a church member right now, that church member will be happy. But what we say, let's, let's do it and buy it for a pastor who has been there for us doing everything. Everybody say, hey, it's too much. We can't do it. We don't have enough money in the conference. You know, things are hard. I have to pay my children's school fees. I have to, but the person has forgotten that a year ago it was the who office and child's school fees. Point three, when you are absent at important meetings where you are needed, it is a dishonor. This one is not a sign of dishonor. It's actually a dishonor. When you are absent, at important meetings where you are needed is a sign of dishonor. Let me tell you this: an invitation is a sign of honor. Most of the times, a sign, not an honor, it's a sign of honor. I love invitations. I love to be invited. I love it when people invite me for their meetings, wedding, meet, wedding, whatever. I love it. When people say you know prophet i'm doing this online whatever i just love to be invited i love to to, because an invitation is a sign somebody is interested in having you as as a part of their lives sometimes i tell people come home come to my house come around come around i love invitations invitations are good jesus always gave him to come to me come to me all you are heavy laden Come come to me come to me come to me come come god is always telling people to come you know what? One day I was standing with a man of God. I told him I wanted him to present at my Thanksgiving birthday service, but I was worried he might not be able to come because of his busy shadows But I told him anyway. And what I told him, he quickly said, "No, I must be there. I can't dishonor you for not being at such a special day of your life." And he surely came that day he preached in the morning preached in the afternoon and he had to be in my meeting in the evening he still did not miss my meeting i saw his eyes how his eyes were you could see you know how somebody can be tired and their eyes are showing that the person is tired his eyes were tired (laughs) let me say something that is very that is very funny you know how sometimes you can be you can be there you are you are dozing off you can be dozing off. One guy, one guy was dozing off. They said, "Ah, hey, are you sleeping He said, "No, I'm not sleeping It's my eyes that are sleeping. I'm actually in the meter. I'm listening, but my eyes are tired, so my eyes are sleeping." <laughs> I could see his eyes were tired, but he was not do- dozing off. But you could see, you know, when someone is tired, you can see their eyes become um, the color like this. They become reddish. Some way, you just know that this person is, is really stressed and tired, but he's still okay well i didn't want him to come but i stand the invitation away and i, I felt like no he should, he's tired he can't be there okay i'm not saying every meeting you have to be there but you see let's say that you are somebody's having a meeting he has invited you to come and chair the meeting come and speak for him come and do something very important and and, and maybe there's been prior notice and a lot of that and you still refuse to honor the invitation you have dishonored the person you have dishonored the person by not attending the meeting jesus gave a parable in the book of matthew of and also in the book of luke as well concerning the wedding feast where somebody goes to invite a king invites people to come for his son's wedding ceremony and they all gave excuses when they gave excuses, you know, so okay, fine, go and call those who are not invited. Anybody by the roadside, anybody, call them to come. If I am your best friend, if I am your son, if I am your father, and I have a very important meeting in my life, you are not there. It's a dishonor you don't show concern it's a dishonor if i am your father and i'm doing anything important if i'm your best friend i'm your friend i'm showing you some of the things you need to pay attention to from today as i told you some of these things i'm sharing with you you may have never heard them some of you have been practicing them and it's a bad thing And I extend an invitation to you. You don't attend. You have dishonored me. You have dishonored me. So refusal to honor an invitation to an important meeting where your your presence is needed. That's what I'm saying. There are some meetings or oh, you can you can just say, Oh, I'm sorry, I can't come this and this. But there are some meetings your presence is needed. It's needed it's not wanted it's needed highlight the word needed in your bible write the word needed highlight it <laughs> where your presence is needed i still don't go because according to you, you are tired according to you you are you just came from work i had a member who I think she's living here. Go we'll close from work, 4 p.m. and will not come to church, which starts at 6 p.m. Did it 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, about 30 times when I gave her a call? I asked her a question. Why don't you come for midweek? She said, Papa, you know I'm usually tired. I said, Really? You're tired. We close at 4 p.m. You are tired. You can come to church because you you are tired. Okay. We shall see. Well, she stopped. This is somebody that needs my help. And because I'm busy, it's like this online meeting, I'm not doing it for myself. I'm doing it for you. It's not for myself, it's for you. You called me and you told me, Prophet, I need your help. I need you to help me. I'm learning from you. And I've now said, okay, this is the way I want to do so that you can always hear me every day and you don't come. You sleep over it. I was tired because I was in a meeting from 3 a.m. I was in a meeting today from 3 a.m. last night i was having a counseling session with somebody around 10, 10 p.m so somewhere 11 something then slept woke up 3 a.m was in a meeting to 5 40 something then i'm back again and you are telling me that you're You're tired. To book an appointment with your mentor, you say you are tired. To book an appointment with your father, you say you are tired. An appointment with your father, you say you are tired. An uncommon mentee, I don't like the word mentee. I've never heard my father use it, so I don't like it. But if I use the other word, you may not know it. That's why I'm using the word mentee. Pursues an uncommon mentor. An uncommon protege. That's the right word. An uncommon protege pursues an uncommon mentor. the student is the one who must look for them the teacher because most of the times the teacher already knows what to do to have what he what he needs but the student does not and that is why if you say that you have somebody as your pastor as your father as your mentor you must pursue relationship with him i arrange all kinds of mentorship sessions with all people that i call mentors reverend solomon is outside the country i I won't even call him i want to chat him today and find out if he's in ghana because every month i have to have a meeting with him at the beginning of the month and already it is what it is if time has been fast spent and i've not yet met him face to face So I have to to meet him. As soon as he lands, I don't know, I have to, I've not spoken, I've spoken to him, but I've not had meeting with him to know if he's in Ghana or not. As soon as he lands, the next day I'm going to his house. If you see me do uncommon things, don't call me lucky. I'm not lucky. I'm serious. I'm intentional. I'm very intentional. One day, let me say something. I was in a meeting. I was part of a board membership. I was paying $2,000 every year. I quit it because I came to a point and the point was that, This Pastor I Pastor Ike, who know that board membership. I said, I came to a point I said, ah, I don't give $2,000 to my father, Reverend Solomon, a year. And i'm going to give it to somebody else i know that person is one of the biggest men of god in ghana i can say is the when it comes to ministry i would say he's the best in the world when it comes to ministry i'll say he's the best in the world but i quit because i came to a point I said that no my mentor must have the best of me he must have that money he must have that seed he must have that support for me for that man of god he's already established i won't give my money to him again i will send him random seeds but that's board membership i'm done i'm done if you hear somebody criticize me anywhere about it I have my own intentions. I came to a point I was I was like, I'm paying twenty thousand Ghana CDs. No, I won't do it again. I quit. I quit. Listen. You must value time with your mentor. If you don't, you have dishonored yourself and dishonored your mentor this is just by the way but what i'm talking about is in terms of being an important meeting expected to be there to undertake tasks or your presence is needed for a reason or something that is why when the court calls you you are you are i don't know what they call them all those registers i learned them. I've forgotten them you are needed in the court and um you don't attend, you don't come. The the judge will charge you for contempt or something because you were supposed to be in court, you were not in court. The reason is that you have dishonored the law and dishonored the country and dishonored the judge, you've disrespected the judge for not being in that meeting. And so, in any meeting whatsoever, in any capacity where you are expected to be there, you are not there. You have dishonored meeting well sometimes you have to dishonor a meeting because some meetings are as stupid as they appear oh yes but then in meetings that are not that add value to your life that add value to people who admire you people who love you people cherish you by deciding not to be there you dishonor the meeting you also dishonor the person invited you. Let me see my nose. Let me check my nose. What did I say here? Okay. I think that's it. Point four. Point four is something that I would I think that almost everybody is going to be guilty of. Now, those of you who have read my book, don't say that I've read it already, so I know you don't know. Keep quiet. You don't know. <clears throat> what i wrote in the book i didn't want to have so many pages in the book <clears throat> i don't want, hold on give me a minute, minute. i don't want to have a big book i believe that if you want to communicate something that you think you know why would you want to communicate a message about salvation and write a 700 book page you don't know you don't know much about it you may think you know but you don't in communication you must communicate simply but in explanation you can explain you can explain so jesus comes now point three refusal to call for help refusal to call for help can be a sign of dishonor Somebody should write it for me. Refusal to call for help can be a sign of dishonor. Proud people never ask for help because they feel it is a shame for them to ask for it from another man. When people are proud, they never extend an invitation for help. They never do. I want you to share the link. Only 19 people have shared the link. Only 19 people have shared the link. I realize that in this space people love prophecies more than messages and teachings it's something that i realized when you come and you are prophesying and prophesying they just come and stay but when you are teaching they come and they come and leave you can go i don't care i don't care i am the prophet and i don't have problems you do you can go every genuine prophet should be able to teach you how to stay in the prophecy and how to live in it and fulfill it how to walk in the prophetic word it's not enough for you to receive prophecies that is why my prophecies don't fail they don't fail because i'm not just prophesying i know what to do to keep a prophecy and prophecies don't fail It's foolishness to refuse to learn wisdom. Now, my point is that when you refuse to call for help in your needful days, it is a sign of dishonor. Refusal to call for help is a sign of dishonor. When I need money, I post even you know, on my status. I don't care what anybody thinks. You think I'm begging and begging? I'm living a life of. Do I look like a beggar? Do I look like a beggar? Do I look like a beggar? Do I look? Do go and check my picture. So, Who has posted? Who has my picture on their distance? Let me see, nobody. Okay. Those so of you don't know my picture, go and look at my picture. Do I look like a beggar? Look at. Okay, even as me on, on his picture. Look at the shoes I'm wearing. Do I look like a beggar? Look at my costume. Look at my watch. Look at my skin. Do I look like a beggar? My skin is like somebody who has lived in the US or in Russia or Canada. Do I look like a a beggar? I'm wise because I know that I have people who love me, but they don't know the problems I have. That's what I know people love me oh yes people love me let me even update my picture now people love me but they don't know the problems i have okay as i'm here you may not know yesterday I was, I was with david i was working i said you know what you know after i paid this and paid this all my money is finished then he said i'm sending you this this seed um this this and this i said well, oh, thank you thank you do that right now and the person sent me he sent me some money and, and that right right there I even spent more than 70% of the money before his face. David, is it true or is not true? Baba, it's true, it's true. 70% of the money he gave me before his face, I spent it. It's not like I, I paid off somebody. 70% it wasn't I paid it before his face. Money that is like somebody's monthly salary. it before his face i've updated my distance my status you can reload it do i look like a beggar look at the face those glasses are very expensive but you know what it is wisdom to ask for help no matter who you are all this you you go to very important countries eh? go to important countries Go and live in go and live with the rich. when the rich are about to do a new project like elon Musk, or this they have events they'll have an event where they'll call all their friends their loved ones rich rich people send them invitations go to their house and invite them when they come they tell them about the plan the project they want to do and they ask them to support this is uh, one million dollars free it's not like they're giving so that they return the money. No, no, no. This was I'm giving one million dollars. I'll give dollars. They just keep sending. They re- they call it fundraising. Is there anybody here in the U.S. who can attest to what I'm saying? They call it fundraising. They raise funds. Politicians do it. They raise funds. They do it in the U.K. They do it in China. They do it in the U.S. I'm not talking about ministry fund. They just an individual can just get up some raising fund to do this. It is wisdom. It is wisdom. And that's why I told you some time ago that exposure will change the way you think. Now, let me tell you this. When, that's just by the way, anyway. That's just by the way, anyway. My point is that refusal to call for help can be a sign of disorder. For instance, you have a very good friend, best friend. Your best friend is a rich guy you are broke, you have. You are also quite normal. Then one day you become broke, then you need money and you don't call him. Then one day he finds out that um, you have gone somewhere to even take a loan and the loan sharks are on you, disturbing. What do you think the friend will take? Will think? When he finds out that you have gone through all of this, when you could have just texted him and he'll send you like a thousand dollars. What do you think the friend will take you will take it for in his mind? Already, you have said to him that you are not a friend. In his mind, it's a dishonor. Whenever I need help in any capacity in any area, I call people in my life that I know can help me in that area. I just call you, without just call. I don't want it to happen that the person will discover that oh I've gone behind their back. I mean, people that's my time. If like, they don't matter, I don't care. But people my time man. I don't want them to discover that ah, Prophet I wanted to do this. Do you know he didn't even call me, he didn't even tell me? That's a dishonor because that is why they are in your life. So refusal to call for help when you need help is a dishonor for yourself and to the people. it's a it's, a, it's an insult and many people because of inferiority complex rather feel like they don't want to owe anybody they don't want to depend on anybody but let me tell you this every wise person depends knows that all of us are interdependent we depend on one another to survive it is today we are you are you are sending money to support me to do something tomorrow it will be me sending you money to support you do something it's just like that if it is not me, it will be another person. my inferiority complex will make you feel like eh, I don't need the episode that tomorrow they'll go and say that eh, this and this and that. eh, you do know this I was uh, whether you like it or not, when people do you good, they'll talk about it. That one day. It is normal. You have to we have to talk about it. You mean I can't say that I bought you that shirt? And you should be shy of it that I bought you the shirt? people do you good and go about talking about it is their problem not your problem at the end of the day the good has been done the house has been built the car has been bought the fees have been paid problem has been solved it's not your duty to to worry about it and when your loved ones do you good they will not go about spreading it and say a whole lot of things so refusal to call for help okay it's a sign of dishonor and you honor you actually honor people when you call them for help it's a sign of wealth and value you're actually telling that you know what you're so important in my life that in this moment of my life i'm calling you for help that's why i usually do not turn my back on people who need my help every now and then even when i'm not available i try to reach out to them because i feel like for somebody because you see there are thousands and thousands of pastors all over the place and for somebody to single me out and say that i want to listen to you i want you to help me i have this problem i want to, I want to run it through you it's a great honor to me it's a sign of value and importance okay now one time i had a daughter who was sick had a problem she was sick she had a problem she never got in touch with me for months and later i discovered i got i felt very bad i couldn't believe that my daughter had a problem and didn't tell me about it when i'm going around praying for the sick and they are being healed all kinds of sickness and they are being healed and my daughter never called me when i spoke to her do you know what she said so that you know i didn't want to disturb you you know papa i didn't want to disturb you you didn't want to disturb me did i tell you you are disturbing me did I tell you I'm busy? Don't, listen, never call me and say, I know, I know, I, I, I hope I'm not disturbing you. If I, if you are disturbing, I won't even pick the call. That's a stupid statement. Don't ever say that statement again to anybody who picks your call. It's a stupid statement. If you are disturbing, then they won't pick the call. When people call me and it's a disturbance, I don't pick. So pick. Means they are not disturbing you are to even make that statement Christ, an insult i hope I, I hope i'm not disturbing you i hope i'm not disturbing you i'm not disturbing you because if you were they won't pick the call and if you were they'll pay the coin so you know you know what i'm busy i'll call you back in about a minute or something <laughs> talking! they're making noise I we are rather wasting time this person said hey i don't want to disturb you you don't want to disturb me my work is to heal the sick that's my work i'm paid for it i'm paid monthly hourly for healing the sick god pays me hourly secondly every sick i heal determines my honor You're you're denying me of my honor. I'm blessed for preaching. I'm blessed for praying for people. I enjoy it. If not, somebody will not send me a message and say, my nipples, and I still say, even though your nipples are inverted, I will still pray for you. What do you think is the reason? It's my work. My work is to pray for people with problems. It's my work. That is my work my work somebody said i know that and you you are this that's why i i, I told you within the past few hours i've been in all kinds of meetings and i'm still here talking 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 it is my wake i'm not tired if i'm tired i'm not even tired those of you who travel with me to go for family very welcome you go for family meeting with me you know it, I can stand for seven hours, eight hours, sometimes 10 hours, 15 hours in a day, just talking, standing. You think, you think I'm tired? Refuse out to call for help is a sign of dishonor to the very people that are in your life, the people God has planted in your life, that love you, and they are willing to sacrifice for you. They are willing to help you. You've decided not to call them for help. Some people do not understand why every now and then I call all kinds of people and I tell them, I want you to help me do this. Some of them feel like, ah, you can't disturbing. Who is disturbing? Then why are you in my life? If I can't call you to help me, who do you think you are that I cannot call you and ask you for help? Then you should not be in my life. No matter who you are, whether my father, my mother, my son, my daughter, my friend, I can call you and ask for help. What are you talking about? (laughs) Or you think my father, Reverend Solomon, I don't call him for help? It is an insult to him for me not to call him and ask him for help. Or Papa Isu, or Dr. Benjamin, what are you talking about? I will call, Dr. Benjamin just joined, ask him. If I don't call him for help, if I don't ask him for help, what are you talking about? Who do you think you are <laughs> that i can't call you for help Who do you think you are what are you talking about i will call i will call because a proof of honor honor is to call for help refusal to call for help is a sign of dishonor it's a sign of dishonor and listen to me elijah said we think we are being humble not knowing we are being foolish yes somebody who can help you why are you not calling the person for help you're being foolish you think you are being wise you are like i don't want to disturb you no has he told you you are disturbing you are just being you're just being naive and, and wasting time we have just 70 years to live on earth we don't have a lot of years to live on earth don't waste time there's no time people that would, we would be like don't waste time get on with it my fourth point is refusal to call for help when needed is a sign of dishonor to the people who can help you it's a sign of dishonor it's a sign of dishonor Let me see, what did I write here? You honor people when you ask them for assistance. Whenever people call my office for guidance, counseling, and prayer, I end up thanking them for getting in touch. One day someone asked me why I thank people who reach out to me for help. I told them because they honor me for calling me for help. Then I went on to say, you d- you dishonor people around you who can help you uh what did i say uh, yes you dishonor people who, who are around, who are around you who can help you and when the time comes for you to reach out to them you do not reach out to them for help you dishonor them and you always notice from their reaction, the moment they discover that all oh, this while you had this problem, and you never call them for help. Most people, because of pride, pride, want to do everything by themselves. We are not born to do everything by ourselves. We are not born to do everything, pay everything by ourselves, do everything by ourselves. The fact that you can pay for it doesn't mean you pay for it. It's not because we we are saying that that you are poor or something. No, 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 no. Sometimes allow people to take care of you. Allow people to foot their bill. If they want to do it, let them do it. Refusal is even a sign of pride. You are trying to say, I'm too big that nobody should help me. One day you will go down and you call for help and nobody will answer. Because all this while you never allowed anybody to help you. So, what I'm saying is that, for you to call for help in your needful days, it is a sign of dishonor to the people who can help you. By the very grace of God upon my life, I know this one thing that I have been given uncommon. Spirit of understanding by by that I mean insight that nobody ever calls me with a, a, a situation they are thinking about that I cannot solve it. It's just something I've seen. Everybody that has ever called me. I just say, Hold on, let's pray. We pray. I just tell them do this, do this. They do it, it works. It's a spirit that is upon my life. To know this and to never call is like being a specialist you see and another thing is i'm also a prophet so to refuse to call on my help as a prophet is an insult to me it's an insult to me then why am i in your life i'm useless in your life that's what i'm i'm just using myself as an example i'm just being useless to be a prophet in your life as a friend, and you've never run anything through me, because according to you, you can hear God. Hey, that's why you are struggling. That's why you are struggling. That's why you are being duped. That's why you are being duped. That's why you are about to marry a witch. That's why you are about to marry a witch. No, beats you, poison you, and kill you. That's why you're about to buy a land that will be taken away. From. That's why you're about to be deceived. Because you say you to hear God. Everybody hears God, but we have specialists. Pastor Selassie, Prophet Selassie, saying, Papa, today you blow my mind. Oh, yes. Realize I'm about to even make it explode. Why are you not calling for help? Why are you not calling for help? Because of dishonor. It's because of dishonor it's because you are dishonoring the people who can help you and i'm telling you this that um naturally naturally people take pride in helping people it's just a natural thing god did to us even god himself does it okay but then for you to think that you don't want people to help you because you're going to talk about it it's, it's even a, a very bad it's a sign of pride forget about it if people help you, they go about telling people. Everybody about it. It's, 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 it's their problem. It's not your problem. At the end of the day, you've been helped. You've been taken out of your storms. You've been you're, you've been helped. It doesn't matter. What is wrong with they telling people about it? Personally, I love to tell people things, unless things that I've decided to, to not talk about because something when you talk about it, you raise envy and jealousy. I want people back he shirt. I said this person bought me this shirt. This person did this for me. I talk about it. I let people know. I have to let people know. You did this for me. You bought this for me. You did this to me. You gave me this. And you're going to be an envious B. Listen. Don't live in a shell. Don't walk in dishonor. I'm teaching on signs of dishonor. I'm on, my, I'm, on my, I'm, on my, I'm on my fourth point. I refuse to call for help. Of this honour. You have any question before I go to my um Somebody say, "I love the at the end of the day, you have me helped." Does it? Ah! At the end of the day, you have been helped. Oh, who is boosting? who is counting? Uh, who who was told? Who cares about who who was told? You understand my English? who cares about who who has told? Who cares about who who has told? Who cares? Okay. I don't care. At the end of the day, I'll be helped. Yes. Bishop is saying that Bishop Ruth, she's my Bishop. She's saying that we will save ourselves a lot of trouble we honor the people in our lives by asking for help. Yes, Daddy. Daddy says good English. Yes, it's good. It's true. If we could honor people, I mean, how can you have somebody who can help you in your life, and you are going and beating around the bush? What are you doing? And he said, "Oh, he's my best friend. Oh, he's my." Best what are you talking about? You are like, oh, you know, I didn't want to worry you. I didn't want to worry you. No, 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 no. Don't do that again. Don't do that again. If they are busy, they'll get somebody to help you. If they cannot help you, they'll get somebody to help you. If they cannot help, they'll lead you to another person. Prophet, I have a question. Okay, go
1: on uh I, I, if i may ask yeah. yes, uh, if you are working with uh, let me use the word a leader and uh, you talk together you do things that the person will say this is what you are doing yes sir you are going through a lot and the person is aware just like i'm into farming and a great opportunity came that somebody is even uh, in outside who needs somebody that the person want to do farming together w- with a person in Ghana here okay this person who tell me that we have a friend who want uh has to do farming and you know say the one closer to you is into that but he will not give you such an opportunity and he would discover the and tell you that mm. uh, so anyway you know, me farming, I, look I don't just like uh, farming and war Sort of things and at least you know that this person you are working with knows much about farming so prophet if i may ask such a person if i need help i should go to this kind of person and ask for help while the person knows everything that you are going through and secondly if it's something you have to share let me take for uh, a 60 40 or 30 70 the person can hold it and squander everything. So, can I come in? So, anytime I need help, I just call people from afar. I need to. Ask so Anda. Is it a sign that I'm dishonoring this person? Okay, I think doctor wants to answer it. Thank you.
2: If if okay,
0: goodbye.
2: Yes, is it okay to come in? Yes, sir. Okay, thank you, and I greet each and every one. May God bless you as always. Um. With all humility, man of God, you are wrong in your own sight, okay? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All that we serve, doesn't he know all that we need? But he asked us to ask. And has he not asked us? That ask was what him? I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, I know you were going to say that because you are my son. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay so just because you mm-hmm. think you know doesn't mean he knows yes sir. okay at times people you need to bring it to the understanding yes, and because sir. they may Daddy, that you are very
0: close to death. Let, let him be done then you you, you can come in
1: okay. uh, I, I want to add uh, uh, another one so that uh, uh the, the, the my question will be balanced okay because a prophet knows a uh, uh the uh what i'm saying very well that's the reason i don't want to go deep into it i've okay. even okay. once asked for help. i even okay. asked for help that time i was demanding uh five uh, five thousand for something the person did not even told me to go to uh, the senior most amount okay he cannot involve himself so like my okay. question okay. i don't want to go deep into okay. some things it. thank you sir. okay okay that this, is you
2: continue. this is what it is Okay. Uh, look. Do you remember that wicked king and that widow? The story yes, about the wicked king, that wouldn't batch, that wouldn't bad, that wouldn't do anything to help anybody. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. there was this widow